Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. We've got a great show lined up for you today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Benny, how are you today? Doing well, and Pat. David, how are you guys doing? Doing good. Uh, look, we've got a really, uh, first of all, what I want to say is this is a show with Sabina. This is a show that reminds us of our true nature. And in the world we live in today, we get so bogged down by just the everyday things. And so have we created this paradox with intimacy and sex? Have we done that? What is the full circle of love? Of course, that is something Sabita Rademacher does so often for so many people, helps us explore, understand, innovate, and change how we are with each other. But what if we can't even see it? I mean, what if that we go through our day we know we are in a relationship, a love relationship with someone. We know that. We've done things to support that. And then we have forgotten. We have totally forgotten that part of us being together is so special, so sacred, so intimate. That time goes by and we don't even understand that we have forgotten that. Today, what happens when the most beautiful parts of us seem to be lost or forgotten or removed or dismissed, whatever you want to call it? But that's what Savina is going to talk about. Savina, it's great to have you here. Oh, hello. Good morning, Dr. Pat. It's lovely to be here with you. And I'm excited about talking about this subject, which is dear to my heart. I want to talk about it for a couple of reasons. One is that I, I have, I'm like our listeners. I've been in relationships and I've been exactly where we are and what we're talking about today. Um, but what has led us to this deep intimacy place, this place where all of us want to remember, but what has led us here and then has disconnected us from it, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like moments of our lives, we remember how close we are to people. And then it's like, we're here and then we're here. Unfortunately, yes, Dr. Pat. And there's a lot of reasons. Where shall I start? But the sadness is that really that we have that intimacy has become a paradox. So we hardly know, we don't realize anymore when it's happening or what is happening. And that's very sad because inside of us, we all long for these deeper connections, for the longer relationships, you know, deeper connections and longer relationships in all aspects. But I'm referring especially now mm -hmm. to the intimate ones. And how have we lost it? Because well, you just said it, you know, we're so longing, but we're longing probably out of still the fantasy, you know, the movie, the, the, the children's book, the fairy tale story. And we have never been taught what love really is. Yeah. I, so I, we think, I think you, you nailed it. I mean, we have, whenever we are presented with a version of this, let's say, um, what do I mean? Let's talk about our pop culture. And let me just generalize for a minute. And I don't mean in the United States. I mean across the board. 
you know, whether it is your favorite magazine that you pick up and you subscribe to, or whether it is a movie that you think is all about love or, or something else, you know, you, we jump into this place where we see it through the eyes of other people. And I just wonder if we believe that we too could have that, or if we honestly believe that it's just for them. Well, I believe both is happening. First of all, we, we all want it. And then we most of us sabotage love. You know, we have spoken about this last time in the last show. And, and if somebody wants to know more about it, they can refer back to our interview and, and also to some of my courses. But where I want to go specifically today into that we have not been taught what love really is. Mm -hmm. So we kind of believe whenever we get together, the other one will understand what I need. Yeah. So first of all, we have no understanding what love really looks like and what it means. We don't take responsibility for it. So we don't really investigate what is my needs, what is my what I'm looking for, what is my wishes, how do my how does my body feel? What does I what do I like especially? And then we are so shy to really communicate. We're fearful of communicating what you really want so it, it it's this kind of imagination that the other one can see, see through us in our crystal ball up here and they know exactly how to make us happy and to fulfill our most important sex life and that's not true because we are so different people coming together finding each other and yes of course it's all as you said in the beginning it's really sticky you know we kind of clinch together and it's all rosy and it's hot sex and then suddenly what happens but it has it has explanations also in how we fulfill our time nowadays and our needs so first of all in this busyness of our life 24 7 365 we don't really make love as a special thing anymore um we don't make a date in a diary for love do we no and and yet we are we are really at this place where look many people probably don't remember the exact movie that i'm going to reference right but many people remember the scene with Meg Ryan and mm. uh, Harry met Sally. And for all of you folks that have seen it, great. For all of you folks that, you know, probably a little bit younger, maybe Jessica's generation, you're like, what, who met Sally? Sally? Harry met Sally. And everybody remembers the scene in the movie, in the mm. restaurant where Meg Ryan clearly eating something mm. is describing or going through what she describes as how a fake orgasm sounds and I believe it was that right yes, yes. and see she was proving a point and mm. she goes through this because why are we talking about that why is because we're in a performance driven yes. a sexually performance driven uh, yes. culture from time to time yes. um and then, of course, at the end of that scene, one of the other restaurant people says, I'm going to have whatever she has. Um, it is so perfect, Dr. Pet, that you say that, because literally I was walking through Barcelona downtown asking all young women if they ever have faked an orgasm. And the answer was, yes, of course. Like, they would look at me and say, like, yes, of course. And I was asking them, so what is the reason you're doing it? And the reason we're mostly the same ones is, well, how do you tell him he's not doing it well enough? Or how do you stop it because I'm actually done and I don't want any more? And I was asking the question, but how come that you don't say the truth? Because you probably would help him to understand there's something not working. And on the other side, I was interviewing the man. Nobody was believing that one woman would have ever faked an orgasm to him. So isn't that sad to see where we got to? And we got to into this first very, um, like you said, just high performance um, society. So we have to show off all the time. We have to prove ourselves. 
yeah, there's a lot of, um, due to internet, there's a lot of misunderstanding of the concept that sex and intimacy should look like. I was teaching in schools, we were going into schools for eight-year-old people, eight-year-old boys and girls, and guess what? They already were in porn because nowadays the access to internet via mobile phone or whatever is easy. And it's very sad because young people, women and girls and boys, they get the understanding of that is what we're gonna do because nobody's talking about, you know, sex is everywhere, but it's still such a taboo. Yeah. 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 And, and, and yeah, Dr. Dr. Kelly has a great book that she put out and really addressing, she talks about the sex part. She doesn't talk about the love part that you're talking about, you know, so much, but here's the thing I wanna talk about with this. And here's my question. Yes, the internet is available, right? I can't tell you how many parents over time have called me because all of a sudden the FBI has showed up on their doorstep, right? They're like, because somebody in the house accidentally went to a site that they shouldn't have gone. But is this, where is this coming from, Sabina? Where is this coming from? You know, I grew up with a stepmom, fortunately, I guess, this, I, you know, I didn't realize how fortunate I was that she, I mean, first and foremost, we had three girls, right? And then my sister, four girls. And so this is a woman that said, I had my first child at 12. I had my second one at 13. You girls, you ain't going to do that. So, <laughs> so we had way more information at a time where there was an internet. Are we not talking about it enough? Are we talking about it too much? What, what do you think is at the core of this? I mean, what is stopping the natural evolution of intimacy? Conscious intimacy, as you call it. Yes. Well, conscious intimacy means actually we do need to know what love is and how conscious intimacy can look like because it is existing. But we don't have love schools. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no love schools out there who teach us what love looks, looks like or intimacy could look like. I'm not saying that we have to say it's only valid if we have deep intimacy. No, we, of course, we can have wild nights and, and you know, all kinds of craziness. But the long-lasting deep connection comes from the hormone oxytocin. And it's also called the cuddling you know, if you have ever heard about the cuddling hormone, and that only established between two people when they really take time and connection and they know how to connect each other by looking into the eyes, they can connect to their body, they have conscious and taking risk, they have consciousness and they take responsibility how they connect to each other. They know what means giving and receiving, not just waiting of what's happening. They talk to each other, they have communication. So this is one thing which is very important, but in the, in, we have sex everywhere and nobody is really, really talking about the topic. It, it's still a taboo. So since it's everywhere, of course our youngsters become really curious. You know, they, they, they can grab it in any magazine right yeah. they can grab it they see it in any movie if they're allowed to or secretly look at and then of course they have the ability to porn but they also learn through peers and the peers or the friends because most of the young kids they don't go to their parents or schools because they're they dare not and I, and I wonder why not you know it's it's why do parents still struggle so much to talk to their to their children about love and sexuality the best it's age. really a dilemma. Sabina, yeah. it's, a, it's such a dilemma. I want to ask you about this because you are teaching. And mm. I want to make sure people know that the conversation today is really drawn from these feelings people have of emptiness and loneliness. And um, how did somebody describe it to me not too long ago? I, was, I did a call with the gentleman several days ago. This feeling of nothingness that was the word nothingness and your work really is that body of work 
full circle of love, that body of work, which enables people to share everything they're feeling, whether it's empty, right? Um, whether it's uh, unwhole, I mean, whatever that is, right? It, it eliminates the denial so that people can get to the movement of things, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that part of what you do um, and you help people with? That's absolutely right, Dr. Pat. Thank you for pointing it out. There's different workshops I'm giving. So there is, of course, the workshop for parents, which I'm actually holding on the 8th um, of November again, which is a dialogue. It's literally for parents and children. The best age, what I just wanted to say, is between 8 and 14. Actually, ideally, between 8 and 12, because most of the time on 14, that they don't want to speak with their parents anymore about the subject. And then, of course, I have workshops and coaching for couples, like Conscious Love, um, where they can really learn how to connect to their own body, to themselves, to each other, to understand what love and intimacy looks like. And it's based on a lot of exercises as well. So it can be an individual couple coaching, but it can also be in a workshop, which I present online. And one of my biggest projects, I think we have spoken about this once when we had a private conversation, is my project Sex Yes and I Wanted Love. Um, this is something I really want to reach out for because I feel there's so many women, but also nowadays, especially young men, they really long for deeper connections. They long for vulnerability, they long for sharing. and. And they want to know how to make love in a different way, how to be intimate in a different way. So Sex Years and I Wanted Love is about sharing the five keys, which I call the five magic keys to know when we do lovemaking. And just recently, I had a coachee, a young man who was suffering. He was so desperate of not being able to have relationships, intimate relationships with women because of this pressure of, of needing to perform, you know, this pressure which is so deep in every one of us that we have to be the good lover. And he was so afraid and so it affected his erection. I mean, I have, that's, he's not the only one. There's more and more people, young people affecting the pressure. So he was actually saying he was going, he was preferring to go to men because they wouldn't ask. It was just easier. And because he was addicted to porn since he was age 12, he had the easy way of just masturbating, but he has never learned how to be with a woman and then to learn about the communication part where you actually speak about your likes, your dislikes, your needs and desires and i helped him see that um i also showed him there's a one fantastic ted talk in youtube from gary wilson's called the great porn experiment i recommend anybody to watch it if somebody's addicted because porn is you know porn and sex has become an addiction like alcohol coffee um racing cars whatsoever that just fulfill our need for dopamine you know the dopamine hormone which is just like a a fast high and release but it's it lets us it leaves us empty and then we just want more it's not giving us what we really long for yeah sabina i just have a question that came in we have so many ways now we get information and uh, apparently this is our new uh, experimental texting device, which we haven't announced yet, so I'm not quite sure how they got it. Um, but it's a really good question. Um, hi, Dr. Pat. Hi, Sabina. Uh, this is fascinating. Would you ask? Would you ask Sabina about same-sex couples, please? Uh, everyone, everybody, abbreviate. So you're going to have to bear with me as I try to translate the abbreviations. Okay. Uh, uh, and this is Margaret. I think it's Margaret, Marge, Marge or Margaret. Um, most people talk about heterosexual couples and the fact that they may need help. But did you know that perhaps same-sex couples may be in the same? Oh, this is cute. Maybe in the same-sex Harry met, oh, I got it, could be in the same sex Harrietta met Sally movie 
and have the same problems. Yes, totally agree with you. Let's see what Sabina has to say. Yeah, because you're not just talking about heterosexual couples here. And you're right. We don't talk enough about uh, people in love. Let me just say people in love like that. Um, This is not a one size fits all or this is not for this group. This thing about intimacy, and by the way, I'm still getting typing in here. Okay, do you want me to read that? Give me a minute and I'll get back to your message. Um, Very good point. She's still going. By the way, porn isn't just for heterosexual couples. It's an issue across the board. Yeah? Yes. Right? Absolutely, Margaret. You don't don't make a discernment between same sex. uh, No, I don't. Not at all. everybody. Yes, Great absolutely. Question, yes, it's unfortunately everybody. And thank you for pointing this out, Margaret. Yeah, thank you for texting that. And yes, I know there is the issues as well. Um, maybe you still have, to be honest, they come maybe less to me at this moment of time. I have more heterosexual people. Yeah. But I have family who is in, in the same sex relationship. And I do know what's happening there too. You know, and they have they have the same pathways to grow together. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they experience the same frustrations. And of course, I mean, we're just human beings, and we are two different human beings. Doesn't matter which gender to try to bring us together in deep, longing relationships. If yes. you want that, you know, some people say they don't want any of that, and and the other is like I have a friends couple. They're both female, and the one wants deep intimacy and the other one doesn't care. So, you know, if, if you come already together, for me, it's always important to say in a couple when they come together, make sure you understand your values. Wow. You know, if you don't have the same values, right, right. different, you know, it's like different to get just on the same level. We have to find something which, which unites us. Is it a shared vision? Is it some shared values? Um, and the interpretation of the values is very important too, because of course I can have, uh, for example, the same value of, yes, I want deep intimacy, and then it looks completely different in your eyes and in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Some people want to have a lot of different partners, and mm-hmm. that is also, by the way, it's a big subject, and a lot of doubts come with all this stuff of intimacy. Like, what shall I be? Polygon? Mon- yeah. Monogon? You know, shall I be whatever? I mean, there's so many free love. Um, yeah, there's so many options nowadays, and it just confuses us even more, especially yeah. when we have no idea about what love really is. Yeah, Margaret's still typing, and I'll talk about that when we come back. But, you know, one of the things that you're also doing is I, I, look, I can't speak for the people out there, but, you know, I'm just saying that if you are intimate, with someone and you have an expectation Hmm. about what that might be like, feel like, and it isn't, the aftermath of that couldn't be very traumatic for people. And we don't really think about that. And, And what I mean by that is, you know, feeling empty after something that maybe your friends don't feel empty after lovemaking. Maybe that's not it. But what do you do? I want to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, is everyone really talking about sex or did the 60s get it right? We're going to take a short break, but before we do, Sabina, how is, uh, what is the best way for people to find out about your workshops? And we'll talk more about it when we get back. How do they find out about what you're actually doing, how they can work with you? What's the best way to do that? All social media like Facebook, Instagram, and my website, that is the best way to contact me. So it's www.sabinarademaker.com. And I hope you write this somewhere because I know my name is very difficult that people say, what, what, Rademaker? How do you spell that? So I hope you bring something up where people can see it and uh, you find all my events, all my workshops, yeah. all my offerings there. 
Yeah. And for those of you that are watching on Facebook or getting it on YouTube or Spreaker, uh, David has got all that information right up there for you. When we come back, we're going to talk a bit more about making time and space for love, what that's really about. But more importantly, does everyone talk about sex? Do we really do that? Is that something that happens or not? We'll be right back. Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles shares stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Your eternal purpose is calling out to you each and every day. Are you listening? Tune in to Dynamic Destiny Radio with Coach Pete Cafarcio every first and third Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be your authentic self and live the life that you were destined for. Learn practical tools to discover your purpose and conquer other fears that keep you stuck in a life of mediocrity. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting PeteCoaching.com. Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday of the month at noon Pacific, three o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, go to transformationtalkradio.com or visit Susan's website at susandolce.com. Message delivery by Lisa Ann. You can't make this stuff up. Tune in every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Message delivery is an inspirational show about the journey to enlightenment and spirituality. For more information or your own personal message delivery, visit AngelMessages2U.com. That's Angel Messages, the number two, the letter U, dot com. Break your snooze button habits for good with the Soul Stretching Sisters on the I Am Power Hour with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Pump up your spiritual muscle as we share stories. Aspire higher. And live a whole lot larger. To help you unleash your powered up. Pumped up. I am soul stretching success. Anything can happen when we take to the airways. And all things become possible during the I Am Power Hour. You know, I, I can't help but think about, so so everybody, welcome back. Full Circle of Love with Sabina uh, Rademacher joining me here today. It's R-A-D-E-M-A-C-H-E-R. And if you're wondering, and it's Sabina, um, if you're wondering how to find this, certainly if you go to our video version of this uh, conversation, you'll be able to see what David's putting up on the screen. Thank you, David, for everything. Thank you, Benny. Um, we've just, during our commercial break, we just shared with you a personal message from Sabina, so you've seen that. Um, we also want to make you aware of we're not just talking about this. We're, we have events uh, Sabina is part of several of these events and making time and space for love, making peace within, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, and love and sex, a dialogue for parents and children about the most important subject uh, of our lives, right? Uh, and, you know, these are important in today's world in ways that we're not going to get to talk about today, right? not all of it. The point, though, is it is very important. Um, and one of my friends who does teach uh, in the Midwest says that, you know, they're changing what can even be talked about here in the United States. So it's a compounded dilemma. But the thing that is so important, and I would love for you to touch upon it, 
is sex in movies, sex in commercials, sex in Super Bowl stuff, sex everywhere, sex on magazine covers, you name it. Still not really talking about it. It is not the 60s. If you grew up in the 60s, yeah, people were like really talking about it back then. Um, how do we get here? How did it become so taboo? I, I don't know what the 60s have been looking like because I wasn't involved in them. I know, I'll, but, I'll talk to you offline. <laughs> but I do I'll know. I'll just give you a slight preview of Woodstock. You want to join me? Yes, I, I, of course, I have seen movies, I have heard, and I have done research. <laughs> but what I wanted to say is there was a lot of liberation as well. And I think it was also needed, you know, it was definitely needed. So it was like a breaking free and openness. And and there was a lot of good um, intentions, but it was also, which still happens because there's still some communities that try to to look at how we can live in free love and sometimes it's confused in just having sex and I'm not talking about just having sex of course it's totally legitimate and fine if you want it and there's nothing in the in, in contrary also to experience intimate conscious intimacy sacred intimacy which I call it as well because it's much more conscious and it helps us to develop this deep trust and this deeper connection which we all long for so this pure sex and the taboo is is a lot of expectations you know since we don't really know what it what love is or what deep intimacy is um as we said nobody really tells us nobody really shows us nobody really kind of offers us information about it so we have all these pictures we get hit nonstop in our head and that creates a lot of expectations. And it's really interesting because when I do my workshop, Making Time and Space for Love, people, couples sometimes really struggle to look each other into their eyes, each other into their eyes for longer than a second. Or we struggle anyway to look somebody into the eyes. And it's actually the connection to the deep soul, right? So if we struggle, and I say then in this workshop, well, how do you make love? I mean, hello, most of us close our eyes and we go straight into some fantasy world, some pictures, some images. I call it, let the whole movie run to get an orgasm, because that's, of course, the goal. Yeah, it's like this performance-driven uh, intimacy we have. And we're, what, is this, what has that to do with the person we're actually with? I mean, do I feel what the other feels? Do I understand what's going on if I have my eyes closed and just go for my movie and just try to get on the orgasm? And then everything's over. And what do you feel afterwards? I think empty is the tip of the iceberg. It's what people express. But underneath it, and this is what I want to uh, talk with you about too, is underneath it can bring forward feelings, post-traumatic feelings in a sense, of abandonment, of misunderstanding, right? Emptiness is one word, but underneath it, there are all these other emotions. Yes. And if they are not talked about and discussed it really puts up a dividing wall right it's like boom instant dividing wall which turns into an instant resentment that if it doesn't get addressed or understood it gets carried forward and I don't think we quite realize that impact is it yes. is that what you see absolutely you you nailed it it is fear of intimacy it can even come out of us you know it's the fear fear of being together with somebody because they feel so much anxiety to be with somebody then they feel um the, the pressure that they, they feel like they're not understood they don't know how to yeah it, it's it's so sad to see that that people withdraw then or they feel like they're not most women when they're married for longer than in a long relationship and by the way i want to say i'm in my third time partnership so it's not talking about only the young people yeah Mar marge that's for you 
Yeah, so thank you, Marge, for pointing this out. So it's not about at all for young people, just actually the opposite. Yes, I have interviewed the young people because they're they're easy to interview and they're really kind of open with it. And the the ones we have been in longer relationship, we kind of feel like almost withdrawing that we give up on, on the relationship. We feel like we give up on the intimacy part. I have. I have definitely given up because I thought, well, Maybe it's not for me. Maybe in this lifetime, I'm not achieving what I always felt like I wanted, but did I really know what I wanted? So I had to un to really go deep into myself and search what I really wanted for myself and what it, how it would look like. And then, of course, it's learning to communicate mm -hmm. what I really wish and want for. And that's a whole new step. And then, of course, practicing some beautiful exercises between couples which are really the the giver and the receiver the surrendering to allow their surrender and the vulnerability within the intimacy part this is all part of deeper intimacy you know sex is far too hot and too rushed and it's solving the the dopamine levels but it's definitely not getting us to feeling like the oxygen hormones to feel in the state of bliss for days, which, which can actually happen. I have experienced it. And it's possible when, when we understand how this may feel like, when we really in touch with our bodies and not here, when we just be in presence with what is, what I feel, and not to how it must look like, and I have to come, I have to come, I have to come. This is the obsession which brings us into the mind, and then, of course, we don't want to have intimacy anymore. You know, it's one of these things I want to talk to you about this is it, the way you're describing this, it reminds me of something that Carolyn Mace used to talk about a lot. She used to talk about cellular memory and she used to say it's a tissue issue. And what that means is that the difference between intimacy that you described and sex, right, the way you described as well. The difference between them is one of them infiltrates our bodies, our soul, and our emotions at a level where we start to understand a deeper meaning about that person. We start to see, feel, and there is this closeness that happens that you can't describe, right? Absolutely. And there is a fantastic book from Michael and Diana Richardson. I don't know how well known they are in America, but they actually wrote a book called Slow Sex, even so they didn't like the title that said the publisher wanted to put down Slow Sex. But it's about the deeper intimacy, the deep understanding, and, and to actually make love every day, because the body needs it. Actually, love making is necessary for women's health especially so if we women feel like oh, now we don't want it because it's not fulfilling us or whatever the reason is we have to address that we have yeah. to look what's happening yeah i want to take a short break and we're also during the break for those of you watching us on social media facebook wherever it's live streaming, Spreaker, YouTube, you're going to have a lot of information. When we come back, we're going to make sure you know how to get a hold of Sabina as well as really look at her workshops. When we come back, we're going to ask the question, how do I confess that our sex life is not what I thought of? And what I mean by that is how do I say those words at a time and a place that it doesn't come out like you, 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 that one. That's not going to be very helpful. But how do you get it at a time? How do you learn this? When we come back, we're going to talk about Consciousness Love School. And we're going to be talking about how to bring up the conversation, even if it's a tough one. You know, and... My friends tell me sometimes and the people in, 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 in the school of psychology say that this is even a harder conversation for couples, especially couples been together, than to talk about the money. I don't know. I got to think about that a minute. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? 
This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Hi, everyone. I'm the host of Nothing But Now, Mindful Living with Dr. Mary Angela McGuire on Transformation Talk Radio. I share ideas, insights, and tools you can use to release yourself from fearful and negative thinking and live from a place of clarity and confidence. Please join me in each show where we challenge ourselves to change together. Please go to my website, mcguirelifecoach.com. That's mcguirelifecoach.com. See you next time. It's time to shake out your money-making truth on soul wisdom abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at JenniferBloom.com. Have you ever heard of the 90-10 rule? It goes like this. 90% of the time, no one is thinking of you. 90% of the time, everyone's thinking about themselves. And if you think of it like that, it takes the weight off because now you're not being judged. I'm Megan Edge. I'd love for you to join me on Playing on the Edge Radio, Radical Change with Ease, with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Radio FM. Imagine starting your week off with a teaching, a clearing, and an activation direct from the God consciousness. If you would like to feel more in charge of your week ahead, then I personally invite you to join me, Tracy L. Clark, for our monthly Soul Sunday non-denominational service at 11 a.m. Eastern time, online or in person. All donations for this event go to the TLC Initiative Fund to help those in need. Sign up now at tracylclark.com and let's connect together in the glory realm. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit burnbrighttoday.com. Hey, thank you, everyone. It's so great to have all of you tuning us in and turning us on. I'm just telling you, really excited about where we are, what we're doing. And I'm especially excited to have experts like Sabina, uh, Rademacher joining us here today that really has been helping people understand the many, many layers of love, the many, many layers of intimacy, the many, many layers of addiction um, that we are now, I don't know that we're seeing an increase in in the world we live in, we are seeing access to uh, and so because we have access to the internet, we are seeing things happen in ways we have not seen before, whether that's with porn, whether that's, you know, with connections to other people that you are not in a relation, emotional intimacy with people outside of your mind. I mean, I could go on, but I don't want to. I want to get to Sabina. Um, once again, tell folks what you're out there teaching how they can be part of it. Thank you. Yes, my, my remit of teaching and coaching is mostly to love, love in all aspects. So the full circle of love is based on self-love. It's a conscious relating and sacred intimacy. And that always is through the pathways of presence, commitment, and authenticity. We can't walk that path without. So the love is either you have individual coaching on self-love, you may have couple coaching, or you may have workshops. In workshops, there are all kinds of variety. They're either for parents and their children to talk about the most important subject of our life, which is sexuality. And they still struggle, most parents still struggle to talk with their children about it. 
um, it is Making Time and Space for Love, which is such an important uh, workshop, which I have given for the last three years now, to really make time and space for love. So when, if you want to change something in our relationships with anybody, not only the partnership, we need to make time for it consciously. I mean, hello, yes, it's not just eating dinner in front of the TV. We need to set a diary, need to set time in the diary for making time and space for love. It's it's vital. And it's the same for lovemaking. People look at me like, making a date in a day for lovemaking? Yes, because otherwise it's not going to happen. And if it happens, it's like this rushed emotional um, sex performing, you know, this orgasm performing act we have to perform. And then it's not what we actually long for. It's just a short-lived satisfaction of dopamine levels, nothing else. Yeah. And we are living in a time right now. Um, I mean, when I talk to our listeners out there and they email me or they call me and they're asking me questions about how do I find the balance of things today? My answer is always the same. I don't really know how to achieve balance. I do know how to achieve harmony in my life. I do know how to have a day where maybe I'm spending most of my day working, but harmony is that thing that allows these other pleasures in. And if we continue to put love and intimacy at the bottom, like the very bottom, because you know people do this, Sabina. It goes like right to the bottom. It really does. It's very sad. Yes. Yeah. Until it gets to a breaking point. And then it's like, what's going on? We have to really honor this because there is a long-term, a short-term and an immediate benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to talk about this a little bit more. And I want to talk about this idea of conscious love, because this is also what you teach, but the long-term effect of emptiness and abandonment this is something we can change now we can change now you said yes Yes. we can change of course yes of course but you need some courage for it some will and some intention and of course if the relationship has not created that trust it and you have been together for the last 10 years and has become a pattern and habit of of connecting to each other then it takes the will and the focus of both of you to, to say, okay, let's look at this. We do want to make something happen here. Uh, you know, we live in the society where we just change partners as we buy shoes. I don't know. It's become an easy way. Just, okay, you not, don't serve me anymore. I just go somewhere, somewhere else. And then we'll repeat the same patterns because we haven't learned anything. So I really invite all of you, it doesn't matter if you live uh, in the same couple, in same gender relationships or in, in heterosexual, or you have the first time or the second or the third or the fourth, it doesn't matter. It, it's really important that we learn something because the real growth of love comes only through a partnership. It really challenges us, yes, it triggers us, yes, but we have the incredible possibility of really big growth. Like, for example, if, if a couple, you know, like one man one told me he's afraid to tell his wife or his partner, it doesn't matter, that he's looking porn and because he's not happy with the sex life. I mean, hello, and I said, well, what are you doing here? You know, you're living in a lie. And energetically, she may feel that. It can, of course, be the other way around, but it doesn't matter. It was like this. So I invited him to become vulnerable and honest but that's why I'm saying full circle of love is based on authenticity. We need to learn about being authentic and true to ourselves and live in that integrity because otherwise we're just living in these lies and we make our whole relationship a lie. I want to say one thing here, and I know our time is short. Um, the thing I want to say and I want to ask you about, and I'm, I'm sure we will get to it in another conversation is, One of the things I had to learn about changes that I've had to make to myself in life, whether they be love relationship changes, it doesn't matter work. When I look at my past and believe that whatever I did in my past on whatever day I did it is going to have some kind of control 
over what I do today and tomorrow. And so when it comes to love and intimacy, there really isn't a past that we have to reference. You can start with a clean canvas and learn this one step at a time. And I think that's the hardest part for people that have been in relationships that maybe weren't great and they are, wow, I'm never gonna be able to get this. I mean, this is the blank canvas that you help people create the masterpiece of love, right? Yes, absolutely. Thank you for pointing this out. And this is one of the most important points that we have the ability to create that white canvas every single day, to let go of the ego because ego wants always to be right and ego wants to protect. I don't want to be feel hurt again like this has happened in the past. And that's just going on on this acting out of this hamster wheel I'm calling from the past. And that's, by the way, this is, I will speak about more in my workshop with Hogwarts College, uh, Making Peace Within, about exactly that subject. But what I want to say is like the big question where we can create a white canvas every single day in a relationship is, and I ask myself that, what would love do now? That's the great way to end this show. Sabina, thank you so much for today and all that you do. Again, let folks know how they can work with you directly. Um, and people don't realize that you don't need to have yourself and your couple come. They can call you directly, right? That's, that's an important thing we forgot to mention. So how do people reach you? How do they work with you? So you can find me on my own website, www.sabinawademaker.com. You can find me on Facebook, Coach Sabina Rademaker, and Instagram, same name, Coach Sabina Rademaker. There's uh, workshops for individuals. There is couple workshops. There is uh, the dialogue for parents and children about sex. There is individual coaching. There is uh, couple coaching. There's workshops, which is my next project called Sexiest and I Want to Love, which really teaches us to be the five magic keys for more intimate loving. And don't forget to make really time and space for love, which is also one of my favorite workshops, which I give regularly. So I hope that this is inspiring and people like to come and to really get ready. Are you ready to create a deeper relationship with your partner? So that is something, of course, you can only ask yourself.